The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a COVID-19 vaccination programme for children aged between six months and four years old will begin today. Eileen Whelan is HSE National Lead Test and Trace and Vaccination uh, for the HSE. She joins us now. Eileen, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, first thing, during that break, you were giving me some startling figures. How many children have had COVID in the last year or so? So in the not to four year olds, over 65,000 children have tested positive for COVID. 65,000? That's correct, yes. How many of them became ill or seriously ill? So it's fair to say that it is um, rare that children will become very seriously ill and it's rare that children will be hospitalised. But when we look at the numbers, uh, 1,075 children have been hospitalised in the not to four year old age group. With COVID? With COVID. And of that, 25 children have been admitted to paediatric intensive care. So, um, you know... So it does happen. It it does happen, but we are saying that it is rare that children become seriously ill. Okay, Um, But if they have COVID, obviously they can be carrying and they may have siblings who might be vulnerable. They may have parents or grandparents living with them who may be vulnerable. Yeah, so as you know, on Friday we announced um, in the HSE that the vaccination, the COVID-19 vaccination is now available for children who are six months to four years. And this is particularly being encouraged for children who have underlying medical conditions and those children are at higher risk of severe illness if they get COVID. But this vaccine is also recommended for all children within that age group because, as you mentioned, uh, those children can be living in a house where there's a vulnerable adult, another vulnerable child and uh, getting the vaccine Mm. minimises the transmission but certainly prevents the severity of illness. Now, we have had the vaccination available for five to 11 year olds. What was the uptake? So the uptake was uh, 21% in the 5 to 11 year old age That must group. be disappointing to you. Um, I suppose the, the important thing is that when the vaccine is um, given authorization, when NIAC recommended for a certain age group, that we get that vaccine out and make it available to parents and to children as quickly as possible and as efficiently and as safely as possible. The vaccine is safe and that's the message that we're giving to parents or guardians. And then it's up to the parents, you know, to uh, make a decision in relation to the risks of COVID for their child and the benefits versus the risk of getting the vaccine. So, you know, we would like if if there had been a higher uptake, but we're not necessarily saying that it's disappointing because every parent balances the risk versus the benefit. But what is the risk of the vaccine? So there's uh, the vaccine is safe. Uh, there's no risk to the vaccine. The most common side effects from the vaccine would be slight redness at the injection site, maybe a tiny little bit of swelling. Um, and some of the more severe side effects, particularly for children, might be that the child is, you know, off their food a little bit, maybe tired immediately after getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So when they're balancing that risk against benefit, surely the benefit far outweighs the risk. Yes. I mean, this vaccine has been available in the United States since the middle of last year. Um, Over one million children in the United States have got the vaccine and uh, the efficacy of the vaccine is at 73%. So the vaccine provides good protection. Uh, It's a safe vaccine. And as you know, over 13 million vaccines have been administered across the whole country in Ireland to date. What about in that cohort, uh, 5 to 11, who could have got the vaccine? Of those children who had underlying conditions who were vulnerable, how many of those 
uh, got the vaccine. Yes. So it's always difficult to identify exactly how many children are in that cohort because we don't keep databases in relation to numbers of children with any defined illness. But from the data that we have and from the numbers of people that have registered, it appears that just 18 percent of children. Um, so in, less in than the average over that whole uh, accord. Yes. That is particularly worrying. And I don't know, is it information deficit for the parents that they don't realise that they are putting their child in potential danger from COVID because of their underlying conditions? Yes, I suppose there's always some reluctance out there, you know, in relation to um, people getting their vaccinations, particularly for children. They have got a number of childhood vaccinations to get. So maybe the parents are balancing that with what's happening in the child's um, management of their illness overall and then trying to manage other childhood mm. vaccinations as well. Now, how does this particular programme for six months uh, to four-year-olds inclusive work. Um, is it done through GPs? Is it special clinics? Do pharmacies do it? Is it nasal? Is it injection? Um, so the vaccine is available across the central vaccination clinics. And from last Friday, parents and guardians can go online and they'll get the information about where those clinics are running. For this week and next, there's a total of 19 centres running the vaccination clinics. So it's in the central vaccination clinics only. On this occasion, the GPs and pharmacies aren't going to be administering the vaccine. But the GPs have partnered with us and the GPs will be available to give parents and guardians any advice they require. And I think that's quite important because parents will have some some questions. Yeah. Um, now, the nature of the vaccine, injection or nasal? It's an injection and uh, it's an injection into the muscle. So either the muscle in the arm or the muscle on the thigh. It's a very tiny, tiny dose and um, it's a three dose vaccine. So the child will receive their vaccine at week uh, day zero and then three weeks later they'll get the second dose and then eight weeks later they will get the third dose. The important thing is that childhood vaccines are still being prioritised over and above the COVID vaccine. So if the child is due their normal um, four in one or six in one vaccines, they would still get those. And then you need to allow 14 days between the, those vaccines and the COVID-19 vaccine. Also, now, if the child maybe has an infection or a high temperature, you know, you wouldn't be taking your child for a vaccine at that point. OK, um, so there it's a three stage uh, vaccine and I presume reminders are sent uh, so that people don't forget because eight weeks on, it's uh, quite easy to forget. Yeah, so... Dates will be agreed with people, but really parents need to go online to check the locations and then they can actually book an appointment. And when they arrive then in the vaccination centre, they'll register and they'll go through the consent and they will be advised again in relation to any side effects from the vaccine. Now, what about if the child has been diagnosed with COVID at some point in this whole process? What then? So if a child has COVID at any point during the, the period of time when they're due to get their three vaccines, you need to wait four weeks until... Um, until post the next stage, the whatever it until is, the next stage. Um, yes. Does it require kind of specialist training to administer this vaccine? Um, th- there's there's always additional training and additional skills and expertise when healthcare professionals are working with children and working with children and parents. Um, so the vaccinators that we have at the minute are all registered professionals. They've been administering vaccines for a lengthy period of time. And then the specific training that's required here for this is about the dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, just about the intervals, about how to engage with parents and children, how to answer the specific questions around the vaccination. And then there's printed material available mm. for parents. And the actual shot itself, I mean, uh, what do the 
what does the child experience? I mean, is it a, just a, a momentary little stab or it, what is it? It 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 it, it will be. Um, I mean, it's the same as the adult. Uh, it's it's a tiny, tiny needle, so it will just be like a little scratch. It's for children. It's it's tiny, and the dose is tiny, so it will be just like a little scratch. But the um, vaccinators who will be working with children will be able to use play therapy and distraction therapy, and to work with parents and children to reduce any anxiety. Mm. And every you know everything that the vaccinators will do will be in the best interest of the. Meanwhile, child. the more general COVID picture. Uh, I mean, so many people have been vaccinated. The adults. Uh, uh, either two or three or four or five, uh, depending. Um, has that kind of given us almost uh, not quite a 100% herd immunity, but a significant herd immunity? So overall, the uptake of vaccination across the country has been very good. And we compare really strongly with our European counterparts. Um, we're, I suppose, coming, you know, we're well through our second booster vaccination and the uptake there has not been as good as we would have liked. So it's just at 33%. So one in three people mm. over 18 have got their second booster vaccination, um, I suppose. Is that a minute, time bomb? Uh, I suppose it's it's difficult to know. There are new variants emerging all the time. And in the United States, XBB 1.5 is the variant that's there at the minute. It's a highly transmissible va- variant. Um, and St. Patrick's Day is coming. And St. Patrick's Day And thousands Day of American visitors are going to bring it over. Well, I suppose, that, you know, the travel will be two ways and there's a lot of travel happening at the minute. So we would encourage people to continue to protect themselves mm. because immunity wanes. A, a final question, Eileen. Uh, this texture says some countries like Sweden do not recommend that children receive COVID vaccines. What do you make of that? Um, I suppose the important thing is the European Medicines Agency approved this vaccine for children in October. NIAC have approved it here in Ireland and the membership of NIAC is very broad, multidisciplinary. They make their decisions based on what they see as best for the child and they have approved the vaccine. There will always be variation in relation to EU cultures and, you know, people's approach to approval. But now that we've it approved, it's important that we make it available. Okay. So the message anyway for parents, um, I presume they can get the information online anyway way they can interrogate the, the HSE website? I'd encourage people to go online on the HSE website and also talk to their general practitioners and their paediatricians, particularly where children have underlined. And they'll get details of where the clinics are and how to register. And, and register and book for the clinic. Eileen Whelan, HSE National Lead for Test and Trace and Vaccination. Uh, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.